Hey, what's going on everybody? It has been far too long since I've been doing this and I'm getting back in the swing of things. So I'm pulling this audio you're going to hear. I interviewed Clint Westwood on my YouTube live stream. So you can go check out the actual interview because there's probably some references in here to some charts and stuff that you can't see, obviously, if you're just listening. Uh, but Clint's always an entertaining guy. Check out his channel. You know, I think he's one of the most grounded people in our Litecoin fam. And, and I'm going to start I'm trying to do a whole series of these. So I'm going to have a bunch of different Litecoiners on. Both, uh, well, if they want to be on YouTube, uh, they'll be there, but all of them will be on here in some form or other. So I'm going to be creating again. Uh, thank you for uh, following me always on Twitter. That audience has been growing and, and uh, all the support you guys give me. It's kind of reinvigorated me. So hopefully I'll have a lot more coming out and uh, enjoy this uh, little banter back and forth. All right, great. Have a good one. Now looked up from his phone since I hit since I put us up here. Completely unaware. Here we are. Yeah, we're here, man. Are we like we're like second time in a day? So don't like worry if you watch this in the future that I'm wearing the same shirt and you're probably like, man, does he ever change his clothes? And like, yes, I do. I do. But Shut up! Have... This guy's all AI. He's not even real, man. Nobody's uh, met the guy. Like it's all AI. Yeah, it's all bogus. You can, you can go down some weird uh, places when you start thinking about what's been created with AI. I'm, I'm like, I know some people maybe discount it, but I, I think with AI, I start thinking about once they can, what's stopping them from having conversations and learning from each other and developing personalities as they talk. And like, I actually made me think about like, um, this is going to get kind of abstract, but Let's do it. We all, we all are a little AI in the way we interact with each other. Like we have certain things that we say and talk about, you know, Hey, how are you doing today? Oh man, this weather, like talk about the weather. We talk about like these standard how about those Indians? common things that humans have chosen on how to engage with each other. It's like, it's literally like programmed into you and you can't, uh, it's hard to break away from it. And if you don't do that, you're like a weirdo. <laughs> so you so, don't want to talk about Litecoin? Oh, okay. Oh, we're going to talk about Litecoin. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, talking like in, in general when you're talking to the public. It's like, oh, you don't want to talk about crypto and Litecoin? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right? They're like, uh, and I put a couple of times I put out there on my Facebook, personal Facebook. I'm like, hey, I'm just doing this thing over on Twitter if you guys are interested in it doesn't, there are not many of them, but I got a couple. I got a couple friends that, that are buying and follow me, but not many. So, well, all right. Uh, assuming people are going to watch this in the future, uh, April 15th, tax day, Clint's favorite day of the year. Yep. Love Even it. though I think April 17th is technically tax day this year. I, you know what? I think they said it's the 18th, which makes no sense. Why wouldn't it be Monday the 17th? Since tax day is on a Saturday, you would think they would just say, okay, the next business day. But I think it's the 18th. So they just get it like an extra yeah. day on Monday? I mean, what's, what's with that? I don't know. Thank your lucky stars. I mean, if you had to get it right. in, you could overnight it. But, um, well, I'm into Litecoin, so I've made no money. So I've got <laughs> you know, I'm underwater, brother. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I know. I was talking to that master about that. He was talking about taxes. I'm like, if the, money, if the price is down, you know how many taxes to pay anyway. Right. But 
All right. Why why you gotta be negative? All right. Hey, I think it's positive. It's on sale. I love the blue light specials. Remember Kmart? They'd roll out the blue light special. I love that stuff. You know, blue light special and aisle 17, you know, and get your light coin for under a hundred bucks. You know, I mean, come on, man. It's a deal. Well, so I, yeah, I told Lisa, you know, I'm trying to do these, I guess, uh, maybe I call light coin fam roundup or something. Just interview a bunch of you guys and different personalities in the Litecoin community. Maybe what's your story? What's your uh, goal here? Yeah, you got a lot of swag out there. I do, I'm man. I got a museum party. going. I got pictures over here on the wall. I got all kinds of... Yeah, what's the event you always hold in the summertime? Like okay. I'll, well, I just call it Westwood. I started doing it in 2020, and that's when you first had the lockdowns and everything. And that year in... Okay, so 2019, you know, we were in kind of that mid-cycle rise in crypto where it kind of moved up and you had the Litecoin halving or Mm -hmm. halving, however you want to say it. And then you kind of got that midsummer pump in June. And so we were going to a lot of meetups in 2019. In fact, Lisa talked about it. I met her in Blanco, Texas. That's what I was talking about in the chat at a meetup in April of 2019. I talked to her before that, the end of 18. But anyway, 2019, we started doing a lot of events. A lot of the crew got together here in the Midwest and you know, Mitch and J-Mac and I mean, just Pauly e. P, all these people and, you know, Lisa. And so we started going to different meetups and just kind of going on the road, spending our own money, you know, no sponsorships or anything, just wanting to meet people and, and getting together. Um, you know, and crypto brought us together, you know, so, hey, let's go. And so we did that for a while and I lost my point, but so we you're talking about my meeting. that was in 19 and then 2019 right and so at the beginning of 2020 in i remember it was in flint michigan uh andreas antonopoulos came to a meetup a couple of guys up there that we knew set it up and got him to come so we went to that and it was like awesome in january 2020 in in flint michigan andreas antonopoulos i mean had a packed room and a bar and nobody really knew about it. It was kind of on the down low. And, you know, we wanted it to be, he wanted it to keep it kind of quiet. Andreas did. And this guy we knew reached out to him and kind of got him to show up. It was a great event. I mean, he's, is he, is he from around there? Like, that's so strange to me. I don't, I don't you know, think so. Yeah, he said he had some. Close to no. me. I drive through Flint. It's not a yep. place that you think of no. tech at all. No. He said he had some, some business that he needed to come to Flint anyway. And he said, yeah, let's, let's set it up, make it happen. And so that happened at the beginning of 2020. And then we had all the lockdowns starting. And and so all these crypto events that we're going to are pretty much everybody's afraid, canceling everything. Oh, forget it. You know, we're, we don't know what everybody's scared, fear, porn, all that crap. So I said in 2020, I said, this is ridiculous. I'm going to put on a meetup, just a, a community. Hey, let's come together. And at the time, I'm like, this is going to be the only meetup of 2020 that you can go to because nobody else is going to have any. They're all scared. And I said, I ain't scared. You know, and so I brought all my friends together, Lisa, you know, all these people, all these crypto crew that we kind of hang with. And I had it at my place in the middle of a cornfield in Illinois. And so ever since then, 2020 and then 2021, 22, 23, and I'm going to have it again this year. Usually I'll do a couple events a year. One big one in June-ish. Usually it was July the first year, but I just, I'm like, I want to bring the community together. And it's kind of an underground grassroots kind of thing to where it's like, you're invited, you know, you're invited, you know, you'll get reached out to kind of thing. So it's not something we publicly for that particular meetup, but what we've been doing every year is tying in a happy hour meetup public event during that same time frame. you know, in like a bigger town around here. So, you know, Hey, we can bring people in around you know and just have a public meetup but then we have like our community family meetup 
at my place. And so that's, right. that'll be in June. And so as far as the public event, I'm not 100% sure where we're going to do that. We've been doing it in Peoria, Illinois, which is pretty central. You're talking about somewhere central yeah. um, in the Midwest. And that's where we usually do it. Um, we'll have a public happy hour live thing. People can come drink, hang out at the bar, talk crypto, we'll send you Litecoin on the wallets, download wallets. I mean, just open to anybody. Come on, free, you know, just show up. And so. Yeah, that'd be cool if, like that it can kind of grow. Um, you know, obviously being on your own land is probably you, you know. a little squirrely about that. But yeah. you would think we could maybe, because I was actually looking at this within the last few days. That, you got your drink? What you drinking, Grant? I'm not doing anything right now. Dude, I just had, I was starving. I hadn't eaten. I've been trying to, I'm trying to lose some weight to be honest with you. And I was like, no, I, hear you. I, uh, I just had my lunch and I'm like, uh, I hadn't eaten all morning. So I was, I was, I'm just happy to have some energy back. But uh, <clears throat> what are you already drinking beers? What do you got? Well, I'm going to have a beer. You know, this is, I got a happy hour hangover. I was late. I had a spaces last night. We went to like one o'clock in the morning. So, oh, so I didn't change with Lisa, like I said I was going to do, because I'm like, let her have the early shift because she's going to be hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to put it off a little bit. But anyway, no, no Bud Light for me. I've got some Big Wave, Aloha, you know. Some big Wave, like, yeah. Yeah, I like the Hawaii you know the beer. I, I got to say, like, I, I really don't want to get too political about things because um, I, I really, I, won't. I, I mean, kidding. I think it's bad. Well, but, but I think that the Bud Light thing might be a, a turning point. I think that... Um, like I, my 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 wife again. I say she and I are. She's not very politically involved at all. But even she yeah. was just like that. Make why would you do that? Like well, that seems right. like the worst idea you could possibly have. Everybody, everybody knows. You see somebody drinking. Who's your core audience with like Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light? Guys out fishing, hunting. Uh, yeah, out and about. Working all week. <laughs> you know? Maybe it's not your, working all week, sitting around a trailer in a, you know, a freaking fold-up chair. I mean, just any average Joe. Me, I used yeah. to drink Bud Light all the time. And it's just, I won't do it now just because I'm not going to give my energy to somebody that wants to set an agenda. Just make the beer and I'll drink it. I don't need an yeah. agenda to go with it. And that's what pisses a lot of people off, like me. And like you're saying, just common people are like, everybody resonates with like drinking beer. I mean, especially in the Midwest. And I mean, when you go and do something so far to either extreme, it's just not what you do. It's not good business. I mean, you should be apolitical and sell a good product right. and get as many people involved as possible rather than alienating a base. And that's what they've done. And it's tough. And it's tough. The, other, the other tipping point, because I've even shown, again, I would say my wife tries to not, she's not actively like on Twitter or Why diving into like, no. this debates, right? It's like she doesn't want to get involved in it, but. So it's like some of the things you show them, you're like, look at how, how crazy things are getting, you know, and uh, and nothing has really resonated. But I think what's happened a bit is it's a it's a bit of an insult to women. And I think that's where, uh, you know, hell hath no fury. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Where it's like to you're pretending I, I get it. I'm not saying there's not transgender people. Right. But there's something about the way that that guy's portraying him, portraying women. It's like over feminized and it's like a caricature of what a woman would be, even. So it's almost like, wait, is this, are you playing with me? It almost feels like this is, you're, you're messing with me. You're pushing my buttons a little too much. And I think for, for whatever reason, that, that uh, particular person <laughs> on that particular beer can, Shim or whatever, is just like, <laughs> whoa. And they're, and I, I mean, I think Bud Light drinkers will sit there and say, we're just going to, maybe not abandon forever, but boy, you're not going to get any of our sales this summer until 
Yeah, we're going to uh, teach you a little lesson and smack you yeah. down a little bit. And, and so, it may come you know, back. You know, it may, but but the lesson I, I ultimately, yeah, a lot of stuff, I think things get a little extreme where it's like just because someone uh, identifies as whatever doesn't mean that they're the enemy or they're on the other side or they're a liberal or whatever or conservative. You know, it's so sometimes I don't like the jumping to conclusion, the extremism. Um, so I, I hope that we can have a more balanced conversation about it because I think that it's been like, you can't even have the conversation and now oh, I know, some, you get shut down. Yeah. So some of the sports leagues changing, I think the, it was like the national organization for, it wasn't the Olympics, but it was like international sports council or something made it so that, you know, biological men can't compete against biological women. Those are just little tiny steps. And so hopefully we can meet some sort of center ground here. I didn't think we'd be talking about this, but no, I mean, I'll talk about anything, you know, it's, it's not just vampires. I mean, you know, it's, let's, let's talk about some things that are whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about some chart. We'll talk about Litecoin price action. We'll talk about what I, I did that today. I, did I saw that, that earlier and I like the gold silver research that you've done. And I mean, I've always been a big silver bug just before I ever got into crypto because listen, I knew that the economic system was toast. I just knew that from an early age. I just tried to figure out, okay, what do you do about it? You know? And so yeah. silver was kind of the answer for me. Cause I look at gold and I'm like, it has no use case other than, okay, put it this way. I shouldn't say that the use case is that you can't destroy it. I mean, you, it, it's like your energy can get soaked up into it. And you can't burn it. Can't, you know, put it underwater. It's not going to rust, tarnish any of that stuff. I mean, you can't be destroyed. And so right. that's the benefit of it. It's not like, you know, assets that can burn up in a fire or anything. And silver, though, is very similar to that, but it's got a use case. It's got medicinal purposes, you know, antibacterial, viral, and industry, you know, best conductor of electricity, those kind of things. It gets used up like you were talking about. And I get my head around it. I'm like, wait a minute, why would I buy all this gold that all the big players control anyway? Because you got to have big money, and those are the people that hold it, central banks, all the people we don't like that have screwed the system up. Right. I like silver better because... It's on sale, man. It does the same thing that gold <laughs> does, but and you've got to use it. It gets consumed, and it's a lot cheaper. And the ratio coming out of the ground, I don't know if you talked about that. It's something like eight to one, you know, gold versus silver coming out of the ground. Something stupid. And uh, it's just like Bitcoin know, and Litecoin. It's like, okay, look at the ratios. One's way like how many, like how many tons are coming out of the ground? Or yeah, like per year. Much? Like per year. How much are they extracting new extractions every year out of the ground? How much is being mined? Um, the mining was like three to five thousand. Oh no, I got it written down. What would be actually more interesting is how many dollars worth of gold are pulled out of the ground versus how many dollars worth of silver. Yeah, right. No, no, that's a good point. Let's see. So yeah, here it says gold Energy. is mined. Well, gold you get it's, they said twenty five hundred to three thousand tons a year. Uh, silver is twenty six thousand tons a year. So, so 10 it's to like one. Ten, ten to one. Okay, ten to one. And the ratio is like 70 to 1 as far as dollar price, I think. 70, 80 to 1. Yeah, 10, 10 40, yeah. You know, maybe even 80. Is it silver about yeah. 25 bucks right now? Yeah, about 25, 26. And gold's like 20, 50, I think. Well, and those parallels are so interesting to me. That like, right. And that's why I like Litecoin. Yeah, has the utility. People are using it more for yep. what it's actually intended to be used for. But the speculative value is smaller. Yes. And so... Uh, that, that more than anything, like says to me, like maybe there's more like top heavy risk to gold and Bitcoin, right. And less of that, less of that risk in silver and Litecoin. I think so. I mean, you take your energy. It's like, Hey, if you make 
$2,000 a month, let's say. Okay, you're gonna, and you, you got $2,000 a month left over. What are you gonna do with it? You're gonna put it, nobody has that, but I mean, you're gonna put that into an ounce of gold or are you gonna get like 80 ounces of silver? I mean, the tangibility of that, having one ounce of gold in your hand versus all this pile of silver in your hands, <laughs> like, you know, and, and the thing yeah. is, if you wanna spend the gold and you wanna buy something, if you're not buying a high ticket item, I mean, how you got, what are you gonna do, carve it up? And I mean, shave pieces of it off. I mean, how do you do that? Right. With silver, you, you got all these coins. It's like, oh, I'll give you one coin for that. Well, okay, I'll give you an 80th ounce of this gold for that. Okay, now you've destroyed the numismatic value and all the others. It's like it doesn't right. make as much sense to do that. So, uh, Litecoin's the well, same way to me. It's way undervalued compared to Bitcoin. And it yeah, I mean, I, I'll be value honest, faster and better. Be honest with you, before I looked at that stuff today, I was like, I would always think of like, yeah, gold's probably the place to go. But after watching that, I'm like, I reading that, I'm like, you know, silver really does have a lot more uh, foundational use case. Like the bottom is, the bottom is higher, right? It's only going to mm -hmm. drop so much because there's an actual it can't go to zero, right? You know, it where, can't go to where, zero. Where gold, there's very little actual need for it, um, so it's only the monetary premium. So if that ever goes yeah. away, you're in real trouble. I agree um, with you. But but I but I think that's also true with some of these blockchains outside of even bitcoin and litecoin is you look at the ones that are actually having a lot of activity sometimes they don't have the monetary premium that other ones do and then and then like we would think about once you use once you realize okay well this is what this tool is used for is to send money around the world privately possess it and if you had to have two uh tools side by side on which one you'd want to use bitcoin or litecoin in that scenario you're going to pick litecoin because it's it's faster easier cheaper it's got all those advantages it's going to cost me this much more to send this and it's going to take this much longer right and i can use this i mean you know exactly i mean if you're transferring it you know from distances around the world the actual utility the use case is undeniable which one's better right yeah so yeah it, it probably will be a matter of time if this monetary premium uh speculative nature which is so funny because i think bitcoiners would tell you there's no speculation in bitcoin but that's really primarily what it's used for <laughs> it's like right. if you don't spend it and don't use it then that's all it is <laughs> that's all you're doing is speculating so oh paulie p checking in all right good deal paulie p get this out there share it he probably already did it takes time for people to kind of get going Especially i would have a tough time like i said i had taken a little time off of drinking to lose a little weight I had some last night. I did the same thing as you. I was like, oh, I woke up today like, oh, got to get my act together. Right. Pull it together. The dogs got me up. I was kind of glad they did. That's usually um, my deal on Saturday. The dogs wake me up and say, I got to go out. Get up. All right. Well, I'm pulling here. Let me pull up your uh, page here. What do you do? When do you do videos? Um, I, you know, my YouTube channel, what you can do is if you want to find anything that I do, go to that link that I've got down there, clintwestwood.net. And I put any happy hour meetups that we have at the top. It's a very basic site. And then it'll take you to my YouTube, take you to my Twitter. I got links to it. So you don't have to search, you know, underscore Clint Westwood, underscore that stuff, you know, the handle. Just go to yeah. clintwestwood.net. And then right at the top, you can click through on any social media that I have. Um, but the YouTube videos, I will put up, usually I do one a day, you know, maybe three or four days a week. You know, a lot of times in the morning, if I'm taking my daughter to school in the car, I'll turn the camera on because I'm talking to myself anyway. You know, so why not turn the camera on and talk smack to everybody else? So um, I'll just, you know, I'll just talk about whatever's going on that day and just ramble. And then Is the you driving home from work or something? 
yeah, I like going to school, you know, take my daughter to school or driving, you know, wherever I'm going. Just turn the camera on. I'm in the car. Why waste the time? You know, I'm thinking yeah, about this yeah. stuff anyway, so let's ramble. You just use just the regular mic. You don't have to worry about road noise or anything? No, I just put the camera up on a little mount that I've got there and turn it on, and I just use the speaker on the phone. And I, that is else. when I do my best ranting, too. Yes, that's why I'm like, I, I do that. You know, that's why I started doing it, because here's what I used to do. In 2000, end of 2018, um, I went to the Litecoin Summit 2018, 2019. But at the end of 2018, I met a lot of great people at the Litecoin Summit and had the conversation because I was debating. And you see this, you mentioned it earlier in the Litecoin community, especially, you know, a lot of people want to remain anonymous. And so at the time, I'm like, people are like, you need to make videos. You need to do something. You need to get out there and do this. I mean, you got some knowledge. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't know if I want to out myself. I don't know if I want to get out there. You know, put your face out there. It's not like I'm attractive or anything and people are going to resonate. So I, somebody said, just get out there and do it. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And one of the Litecoin fam chats, you know, the guy said, hey, get in here. And, you know, so we meet a bunch of people. So I started doing Twitter videos and I'd done that before <laughs> I really got with the Litecoin community. But I started doing tw Twitter videos and they're two minutes and 20 seconds. So I kind of got that down to an art form to where I come out with a boom, 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 two minutes, 20 seconds. Talk about this and get the message across. And I did that for several years, but recently I've kind of kind of slacked on that a little bit. And but I got more into the YouTube because I get more into the rambling. Everything's going on. I'm talking about this, 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 and you can see I can ramble. So I started doing longer videos. And so, but with Elon doing the Twitter thing, I may go ahead and sign up for that, and then you know put the long videos on Twitter because it's like an hour long. I think you can do and YouTube, and maybe you know, reach more of an audience, even though Twitter is not that platform for that, but at least it's on there. Cause a lot of people, there's not a lot of bleed over from Twitter to YouTube sometimes. And you see that in the chat, it's like tough to get that cut over. Yeah. I've been, I've, I kind of, you know, didn't do much for a while. Like as far as doing the spaces, but I kind of the podcast thing. I don't know. I quit last summer and then like getting it back going again. I don't know why I just, you know, I've been lazy. And uh, so I, that's another mode of communication that I think a lot of people use because it's convenient because you can like just pop your earbuds in and yeah. walk around you know so I like I always would listen I'm driving or I'm walking my dog or doing some work around the house or mowing the lawn or whatever so I think that's where I'm going to try to put some more energy so that kind of helps in that people don't want to be seen yeah and that so they might be willing to come on and, and do some things uh on there I I think you would be very successful at doing that. And I've seen some podcasts come and go, friends that have had them, and they were successful. And it's just, it fell apart because of, you know, this or that. But I mean, you've got a great voice. You've got the great intellect. You know how to, you know, ask the right questions. And you're very, you're very steady as far as, you know, you don't take one extreme side or the other and you kind of extract the information. I think you'd be great at a podcast. And I think you would get a, a much larger audience doing that because i mean i think that's a good a good niche it really is well i appreciate that you're like no, the, i think you the, I think the voice thing i gotta tell you you got you like coiners have been telling me the voice thing from day one i got like oh my you got it though i, mean, I you got grown, that. These grown men are complimenting my voice <laughs> nah, <right. laughs> strange. well i've been drinking jack daniels and bud like my yeah. wife so i'm not sure yeah you're kind of pretty too grant <laughs> you got a pretty little mouth <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there, but I'm going to go there. Uh, so, so, yeah, yeah very basic, a lot right? going on. 
I just Ooh. built it myself using basic HTML, and you know, I got my own page, and so I'll just hand code the stuff because I kind of go way back doing that. I don't know a lot, but enough to get by, and so I'll put a lot of links out there, just content. I haven't updated the videos that I'm on for like a year because just look at the bright side there. I mean, I just like posting all well, these videos. You know, if people have your YouTube, right? Are these all right. on your YouTube? Yeah. So yeah, right. So look up at the top there on the left where all the links are. So if you go to the YouTube or you go to Lisa's YouTube, I mean, it, all those videos are out there and I don't do a lot of interviews. I really don't. I mean, people ask me and I just, I don't want to do it. You know, it's just, I don't know. so I'm, I'll do it for you because I like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Oh. But I'm not going to, there's, I just, I don't care. I don't want to get out there and be this big, you know, influencer and all that stuff. I want to live my life, be left alone, have sound money for the digital age and, you know, opt out of the freaking system that's a vampire right now, vampire casino. I want out. And I just don't want to play the game, you know, because I see a lot of these just like, hey, can I come on your podcast? Well, we're Bitcoin only. It's like, whatever. I mean, that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> Do your thing. But it's like, that's not why I'm doing this stuff. I just want people to have money that, you know, you go to work and your energy gets valued in something that doesn't get erased through inflation because you've got a vampire fed system that does whatever they want with the monetary supply and, and robs you of your energy, you know, every year. F that. I don't want that, you know? And so whatever it takes, whether it's Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, Digibyte, whatever it is that people can use and put their money into that transacts their value that nobody can steal from them. They can hold it in their own possession. If they can do that, I'm all for it, man. I, you know, I'm not one coin only. Yeah, I'm kind of a Litecoin maximalist, but right. I love other coins too. Use them if they work. Yeah, that's the, you know, I said that with Lisa. It's like I live as a Litecoin maximalist, right. in my personal stash, oh. but I don't have any care about what you want to do with you. Like coin. I like Vertcoin. I like Vertcoin. Uh, like you know what? I, I'll tell you the truth. I sold <laughs> so, my Vertcoin. Yeah. Yeah, I figured, you know what? Or because Bittrex, Bittrex was like the only place with Vertcoin. Yeah. So made, the they are news. If anybody doesn't know this, Bittrex is closing their U.S. operations by the end of this month. So That's a big deal because a lot of those coins were on there that you can't get anywhere else. And now they're illiquid, basically, unless it's truly peer-to-peer. Yeah. So that's why I got out. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. I was already worried about it because that was the only place Vertcoin was. But yep. uh, Digibyte. There's Digibyte in a lot of places. They're on Binance, um, and they're on Bittrex. That was kind of one of the big ones, but they're still on Binance and a couple other exchanges. Um, but, um, yeah, that's the problem with that. I mean, I love their tech. I love that they got multiple algorithms. I love that they, you know, do like a real-time adjustment, and it's 15-second blocks, and it's super fast. I mean, they've got a pretty good community. Um, but the thing is, it's just the liquidity, and that's why I always fall on the side of Litecoin yeah. first for me because – I mean, money's got to work. You got to be able to transact with it. I mean, you've got to have gateways in and out, you know, and, and it's got to be, you know, it's got to be liquid. And so Digibyte's time will come. You know, even Dogecoin, it's not that liquid. I mean, it is on a lot of exchanges, but if you think about it, is it on many ATMs? I mean, not right. really. I mean, you know, so, but Bitcoin, Litecoin, they're always on that stuff together. And so if it's the choice, I'm taking Litecoin. Just no brainer. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, Char- you know, Charlie was always has always been like, hey, Bitcoin, buy get, get your Bitcoin first and then mm-hmm. start buying your Litecoin. Right. And, you know, that's very frustrating to hear as a Litecoin. <laughs> Come on. I know. But I but I feel that way about people when they do talk about Digibyte. I go, I, I can see this happening, but you got to understand that's going to be some years down the road. Yeah. We haven't yeah. even gotten to the point. I mean, Litecoin, I think 
in the last few years with all those, all the metrics of usage going up and the fact it is everywhere and it got on PayPal and Venmo. Those are such, to me, those are huge accomplishments for Litecoin to sit yeah. there and say, here's four coins and, and Litecoin one always want, there's always three. There's usually been four. Bitcoin Cash is usually included, but when it's, when it is only three, Litecoin's the third one. It's not Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, so. it won't be Bitcoin Cash, right? Because it's just it's just the way it is. I mean, it's the, I mean, it's just it's the metrics. I mean, and you go over it, and and Master goes over it. I mean, you, it's just like a no-brainer staring you in the face. And if you're watching this in the future, you know, here we are, April fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Right now, Litecoin under hundred dollars is a no-brainer because if you look at the fundamentals of it, eighty-four million, eight billion people in the world. If you divide it equally, it's only enough for one one hundredth of a Litecoin per person. Now, if you can take a hundred dollar fake Fed note fiat money right now and buy one Litecoin, you're a hundred times ahead of the rest of the world. I mean, you're winning. And at some point, those metrics that you see right now that you guys look at, all the adoption, all the wallets opening up, you know, and the hash rate and all that stuff, we're gonna look back and say, shoot, why didn't I buy it then? Because it was right in front of my face. I knew I should have done that, man. It's a thousand dollars. I'm an idiot. Why you know it was so obvious with through the lens of history, you'll look back and say, Well, God, what were they thinking? It was so stupid yeah. and obvious that what, what why would you buy anything else? You know, and but we yeah. have to be vindicated at some point when you know it, it will markets always correct themselves eventually if they're allowed to correct themselves. So I think you'll see Litecoin shine. You know, it'll do what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the chart. Like that was, you know, it was something that's been again. You talk about being right in front of my face. Um, <laughs> now you can't find it. Well, no, I'm, no. On Wednesday, <laughs> we were talking about this, like adoption, right? Yeah. And I don't know why it didn't strike me until towards the end. Master and I were talking about. It. I was like, you know, when you think about it, a, a coin going. Uh, down in value consistently while its metrics are growing at the same time is probably pretty unusual. Like the fact that we're growing through a bear market and that utility value is is coming in, right? And I, I really do think this is being used a lot outside the U.S. Yeah, uh, for actual right. remittances and, yeah. and uh, that type of thing. To so go to like Mexico, El Salvador... And then even in, I always post that one thing when Bread Wallet launched, or when they when they added Litecoin, they said, you yeah. know, a lot of our users for store value are using Bitcoin, but in the places like Latin America and Africa, they specifically said, where people are transacting it, the preferred choice is Litecoin. They use that yep. that language, um, and you can see. So the fact that here the price, let me look at this. We reached a point when the price was four hundred dollars or whatever, three fifty five. And we haven't wavered from that. Despite the price going down dramatically, our daily transactions are, what, three times what they were three yeah. years ago? Mm -hmm. And if you went back to 2017, we were, uh, look at daily transactions. Look, look at this number. 4,000 at the beginning of 2017, and now it's 100,000, 130,000. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, it's crazy to think about it. You know, it's actually being used. And a lot of people I know in, you know, who are earlier in the crypto space, especially 2017. And that's why I think Litecoin had that big run up. One of the reasons and why a lot of people stick with it is because they realized at the time, 
when you're moving Bitcoin around and you've got a lot of retail, you know, people coming in and you look at the transaction fees that you're paying to move 50 bucks, it might be $25, $30, maybe $50 on some days to move $50. They're like, what else can I do here? I got to get this to an exchange. I mean, this is silly. And so a lot of them started using Litecoin as that, that movement rail, you know, the rails of, of payments and transfers. And I, I know a lot of people who have said that they're like, that's when I discovered Litecoin and kept using it because I could use it and it was cheap. And I'm like, why would I want to be sending Bitcoin around when, you know, I can put it in Litecoin, move it around wherever I want. And then ultimately, if I want to get back into Bitcoin, put it back into that or put it into another coin. But there's no sense sending Bitcoin anywhere. And and you look at it, you probably look at the metrics, but well, that's why we have Lightning Network, I guess. But I mean, sometimes you want to settle on chain, you know, you don't want to set right you know, a third party, second party, whoever, you know, doing it. And there's a place for that. But if I want a peer to peer transaction, and I use this example all the time, if it's it's a weekend right now, and tomorrow's Sunday, and say I got my little Digibug Volkswagen Beetle for sale, and I'm going to sign the title over to somebody, and they're going to drive away. What am I going to take as payment that I can trust on a Sunday when the banks are closed? So they, I'm going to take a check. Okay, the coin dealers are closed. So if somebody brings me gold or silver, I don't have a testing equipment, any testers or any of that stuff. I don't know if it's legit. It could be fraudulent. Am I going to take cash? I don't have the yellow little marker pinned where I can tell if it's fake, you know? I mean, it could <laughs> be counterfeit true, yeah. and I get scammed. They're taking my car, my asset. It's gone. I've signed it away. And whatever they give me, I better have faith that I have it in my possession. And I tell everybody, I say, you send me crypto. Specifically, you send me Litecoin. I'll take Digibyte. I mean, I really don't want Bitcoin because I want to get rid of these people. I don't be waiting all day because they didn't put enough transaction fee in there. You know what I mean? It's like, I want, I want it done. Get out of my property. Get off my property. Take it and go. I don't, you know, I don't want to see you anymore. And it's like, pay me a Litecoin because I can see it on my phone. And I'm like, boom, the network transacted. You know, the network confirmed it. It's outside the banking system. It's outside of government. Once I get it, I know I'm good. Ain't nobody taking that away. I got it. And so that's a great use case you know, peer to peer transactions. And I mean, that's what we got to start doing with this money, using it as money. And until then you can bitch and moan all you want about all the banks, this and that. And it's like, okay, what are you doing about it? Are you leaving your money in the bank? And you got a hundred thousand dollars in retirement. What are you doing with it? If you want to opt out of that and quit being controlled by the vampire casino, opt out of it because the tools are already here. Don't wait. You've got the ability since 2009, 2011 with Litecoin. Do it, take it out and start using it. I mean, a local guy went to grade school with him. He's got a mechanic, he's auto shop. So I had a little work done on my car, took it up there. And you know, I paid him in cash. And I said, Hey, man, you know, I gave him a silver coin, one ounce silver coin as a tip. And he's like, well, this, this, and I'm like, can I just hang on to it and had Litecoin, the Litecoin silver round, you know, and I gave it to him. And I gave mm-hmm. him my little crypto card that I take everywhere and get in trouble leaving it at ATM sometimes. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. so I leave that. It's got all this information. They can scan it and get information on cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and Litecoin. I gave him that. He's like, oh, you're into crypto? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, you know. And I said, yeah, I know the banks. And this is just a few weeks ago. I said, I know the banks. They collapsed. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know. I got it in the credit union, but it still worries me having my money in there. And I said, that's why I'm into crypto, man, because I want to be outside that system. And so you're planting seeds and it takes forever sometimes, but it's okay. You just put the message out there. And at some point he may say, yeah, you know what? I'd like to get into that. And I want to be able to take my car and say, hey, can I pay you in Litecoin? 
And it'd be like, yeah. yeah, cool, send it to me. And so you've got to build those networks of people, uh, you know, at a grassroots level to where you can have like-minded people transacting value in a new form of money. Because, I mean, the old system, it's effed, man. I mean, they've got it completely, it's it's just not good. It's collapsing in front of us. And we've, we've got to have, we've got options. Let's teach people how to use it at the local level. Don't think big picture. Because you were talking about that, you feel charities and this, and you feel frustrated. You know, sometimes people do because where's my money going? Twenty five percent of it goes to this charity. You know, seventy five percent goes to overhead. You know, the real people don't get it, and so you buy you buying that NFT, which is awesome, goes directly hundred percent of it to the person. Yeah. And so if we can start doing that, hundred percent of our energy that we've stored up into Litecoin, for instance, goes to that person. There's no middleman. There's no bank fees. There's no waiting. No frustration. Aggravation. Right. That's what we got to do, man. We got the tools to do it. Pick the tools up, economic tools on the battlefield. Pick them up, use them, win the war. All right. Yeah, it's true. And like you know, it is. It's like um, it's it's funny because like literally on Wednesday at the end of the show, I was just like shitting on NFTs. But well, but like I do. I what I was shitting on was the. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I got a lot. Maybe. You know, I'm not going to leap to too many conclusions, but like, it is very cool that there's also like this bit of, of re- it's a receipt that you can show that you actually did donate something. You actually did do something and it can't be fabricated. Um, and you've got that unique identifier uh, that, that, that product, that NFT, you know, it's an address. It's really all it is. You know, it's an address that yeah. you possess the ownership of. But with that address comes this image in this case to where it's like, look, I bought this. I can send that to you. So you have ownership of this. And I mean, think of VIP tickets, backstage passes to, you know, you, you know, nine inch nails, for instance. You know, it's like, hey, if you want to get backstage, <laughs> you got, there's only 100 NFTs and you've got to buy one. And you present it on your phone and see that's where the tools need to pick up and make it more usable. And when it does, we'll have massive adoption. But right now, just like buying the NFT, the tools are they're not there, the framework's there, the foundation's there, it's just the usability's not there, and the interface isn't there. But once that happens, you'll have your NFT right here on your phone. And it is on some chains, but anyway, things happen on Litecoin. But you'll have the NFT on your phone. And it's like, okay, backstage pass, boom, <clears throat> NFT. You know, it's got the Nine Inch Nails logo, whatever it is, and you just go backstage. You know, you've got your backstage pass. And they know there's only 100 of them. They know the addresses. And Well, you know, I, I just thought about, like, um, Patsy, maybe I'm changing my course. Here's what I don't think is that they're insanely high value. But I do think, like, let's say, um, you know, I tell you, I, I play the sport of curling, right? And yeah. a lot of times you go, they trade pins at different clubs or like if you got into a tournament, let's say you won a tournament, okay. you just pick, oh, hey, with that, you get an NFT, whatever. And then over time, you'd actually be able to go back and look and go, oh, I can actually look at what my, where have I won? Where have I gotten second? Not necessarily even to show off, but just for my own memory. Because right. when did I play in that tournament? I don't well, even remember. No pads and played that, right? <laughs> and you're like, oh, 2018 right here. Like it's in my NFT collection. So, yeah, I, all right, maybe I'm, there, I don't you know, know dude. I'm the thing is, what's, <laughs> it's crazy because what's soured us is that NFT is art on the blockchain. No, it's not. I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, and then they got that whole big frenzy of buy these artworks, limited apes and sharks and, you know, Sasquatches, whatever. And it's just, it gets to the point where, okay, 
it's just it's just this speculative euphoric thing where I've got to have right. it, but you know it, it undermines the fact that what the NFT really is a non fungible token, you know, a non interchangeable token, you know, fungible, interchangeable. So it's non interchangeable. It's unique. Well, if you get a hundred apes, are they unique? Well, not really. You know, so it kind of deviates from what the NFT really is. So if you've got this non fungible thing, this address on the blockchain that it has these identifiers, and like you said, has as your house deed or marriage certificate or whatever it is, it's permanent. It's on there. You can always look it up. Just like, hey, my here's my curling scores from 2020. It's in an NFT at this address. And you go boom and you look it up. Or it's an ordinal, I guess. That's another thing. Um, and you can go look it up. It's it's etched in that blockchain, the stone of that blockchain that does not, it's immutable. And so do you want to put it on Solana? That's up to you. You know, use the Solana phone and, you know, restart it or three times a day. I mean, or do you want to put it on a blockchain that that's going to be around for a long time? You know, especially an uninterrupted blockchain. It's been running since 2011, like Litecoin. I mean, yeah. that's where you want to put valuable information that cannot be changed. And you're basically, like I said, etching it in stone, like a tablet on that blockchain. And there's value to that. I mean, Right. And, well, and that's it is interesting what might play out between ordinals and NFTs, because it does it, the ordinal thing. Again, I'm I'm for whatever. If people want to use it for that for now, I don't necessarily see that as having. For a lot of these use cases, you might as well just use the NFT platform, yeah. but there may be certain things you want to put on the ordinals. It's just the cost. The cost of both is pretty cheap right now. So we haven't gotten to the point where there's a differentiation there. Yeah. So maybe someday we will. I don't know. But uh, all right. It's I'm a cool thing, though, that you can preserve history um, in this new digital world uh, in, a, in a safe source. And I mean, that's the real value of it. You know, what cost at some point, the cost is going to be pretty high. Well, so then you'll move to a Dogecoin blockchain or a Digibyte blockchain or something else. And then, you know, Litecoin becomes like Bitcoin as far as fees. And it will at some point. The blocks will be full. It'll have a use yeah. case. It'll become the store of value. It'll be the next Bitcoin as far as that goes. But what time frame is that? Don't know. So for right now, it's cheap. You're getting it on the best blockchain out there right now, and you're getting it on the cheap and storing it on there. So it's like, man, see value and you know, do it now before. But everybody does it when it's expensive. It, it is funny that that if the whole idea is that this is, I'm buying it and I get to own it forever. Well, you better be sure that whatever you're storing it on exists forever. Right. You know, like that, that's a, or can't be shut down or can't be right. stopped in some way, whether it's nefarious or accidental or whatever. Yeah. So the ones that have stood the test of the time, stood the test of time, Bitcoin and Litecoin, mm -hmm. that's where you should want to operate. I don't know. Or, and, and I guess, you know, we're at the point, I don't know if Ethereum has crept into that realm yet, just because of, just because proof of stake is so new. So I think under, if they had stayed proof of work, I think I'd be willing to say Ethereum's probably crossed that threshold of time tested. Dogecoin's getting, you know, pretty much there since it's what merged. Is it, 2014 is Doge? When did it start? I think it's that, 14? but also the only, since it's been merge mined, they haven't had the issues they had. So it right. has that security and it's likely to think it'll have the same longevity as Bitcoin and Litecoin, Should, and uh, at this point, so Ethereum now proof of stake to me makes it more of an experiment that we don't really know how that's going to play out. It's not a new blockchain, but it's kind of new. I mean, you're changing a very important factor. I mean, if Litecoin went to proof of stake, 
I would probably I don't know what I would do. That's a I'd tough one. Ship. Huh? That's a tough one. I mean, to think about if that ever happened. I yes, people have talked about it, and I'm almost like I don't quite understand. I guess you know you would have to have a hard fork, so you'd have the existing proof of work chain, mm-hmm. and you'd have proof of stake. It would almost require someone, um, if Charlie was around, you know, if it happened in the near future, and he came out and endorsed it and said, this is where we're going. Um, I think you probably would see the majority of people do that, which makes you wonder, centralization, this is an interesting conversation. Um, but I don't, if he wasn't around, and it was just like a community thing, I think you'd have a pretty contentious community change. I don't think it's I, mean, I don't think it's going to happen on Bitcoin or Litecoin. Uh, Dogecoin, maybe. I know there's been a lot of people stirring that idea up in Dogecoin, but I still... I like to think there's enough people. So if Elon today said, I support a hard fork of Dogecoin to proof of stake. I don't know that, I don't know that the majority of Dogecoiners would stick with Doge proof of work. That'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah, that'd be tough since it's merged mine too, though, because then you've got that aspect of it, you know, because you've got the the mining equipment they'd have to opt into it the miners would have to say yeah let's do you know what you know what i mean it, it i don't i don't know but it's all software software can be i mean software software so there's a risk to anything i mean it can be changed you know with enough consensus you know enough firepower behind it you know you look at what happened with bitcoin and the forks bitcoin cash and that kind of thing there's a breakaway moment possibly mm-hmm. um but you make your choice and you know if you chose bitcoin cash well it is what it is. You know, you, you know, Bitcoin was the dominant one. And so it's, you know, ultimately the market decides, man, hey, I'm fine with that. You know, I'll make my choices based on the, what the market says. And if Litecoin becomes a crap coin for whatever reason, then, you know, I'll put my energy somewhere else. But I don't right. see that happening. And so that's why I talk about it. And that's why I use it. Yeah, I really don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Again, I hope what's interesting is how few coins are right now proof of work. You know, when you look at your top hundred, it's like uh, not many. Yeah, I mean, I could probably look it up. Yeah, you know, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, Monero, ZK, and you were starting to get into the lower ranks already. So yeah, and to start a proof of work coin now is basically impossible because I mean, it could be easily taken over fifty-one percent. You know, I mean, you'd have to have a lot of energy behind it and a lot of you know equipment behind it to where you can dominate it. That'd be pretty hard to do because how much money are you going to put behind, you know, a startup like that, you know, with real right. firepower, not just a smart contract that, you know, you just go out and shill. No, I mean, actually putting the energy and the resources behind a new startup like that. I don't know. I don't know that it can happen um, very easily anyway at this point. So that's why these coins that have been running, these proof of work coins have been running for so long. They're, they're so undervalued given, you know, what they are and the longevity that's there. And I mean, you're seeing the the energy going to Bitcoin, but that's why I look at Litecoin. I'm like, man, it's gonna be 12 years nonstop running this October. Yeah, you might want to look into it. I think there's a website yep. looking into Litecoin, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, it's funny. So, uh, Return of Nanjing. He seems like he's an XMR guy. He's been posting, but he just posts about random X mining. I know that's a change on Monero, but I, I need to get a Monero person in here to learn about it. But they consistently yeah are changing their protocol like they hard fork quite often um 
I don't think is bad. It's like a moving target, right? But I don't know enough about that to either endorse or deny it. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't either. And I think it's, I mean, it's probably a great technology and superior in a lot of ways to a lot of different things. But I look at it as from a, I'm just, I'm just an average dude in the Midwest, you know? I mean, I just want things to work. I want it to be understandable and simple because if I have to explain it to somebody, people aren't technical. I mean, you know, a lot of people, when you talk about this stuff, you try to get them into cryptocurrency and they're like, uh, well, how, how do I cash it out? You know, it's kind of the first question. Well, how do I, yeah. how do I, you know, do something with it? You know, how can I use it for something? Can I buy things with it? And, and so they really don't want to get into the technical aspects of it. And that's why I try to keep it simple and say, Hey, limited supply. This is how many there is. You want a piece of that pie? You want a slice or not? You know, I mean, then people can kind of get that. They're like, okay, there's only so much, you know, and if I get this, then I'm kind of, I'm in a good spot and I can use it. You know, if I've got a Litecoin Visa card, I can spend it if I want to in the existing system. So I don't need somebody to have a Litecoin address or wallet. I mean, and, and so that's the big thing with me. You got it on PayPal. And I don't know at this point, I, they were talking about, you're going to be able to pay with crypto. Like if you've got a crypto balance on PayPal, I got to test it that you can actually spend it from your Litecoin balance and then they'll convert it automatically. That feature may be in there already, and I'm not sure. I, so, I don't and, know. I'll tell you the best thing you should look into is that Cake Wallet Cake Pay thing. Is great. Yeah, with the, with the cards and the gift cards you can buy. Yeah, because that's totally, you don't, I know. there's no KYC to it, right? That's so a great just, option. So, and you can think, swap directly get from like Monero. Right. I, mean, yeah, so I get like 3% good... off everything I buy, 3 to 5% discounts. And yeah, sometimes I do it and it's like, I kind of forget about it. And I come back and I'm like, why am I not buying everything with this? <laughs> Saving me three know, right? just for the savings. It's like you know? I can have Monero and Litecoin and switch back and forth. That is a great wallet. It really is to where, I mean, you can, the thing with Monero, it's hard to get into it. I mean, you know, again, it's, it doesn't have the liquidity. However, that bridges that gap to where Litecoin you can get anywhere. And if you got Litecoin, you can put it in your cake wallet. Boom, you can flip to Monero if you want to, or you can buy those gift cards. And at that point, you're kind of, you're not in that Visa system. You're not in that MasterCard system. You know, it's that gift card system to where it's kind of a different entity. And uh, you can take that anywhere you want and spend it. You know, and right. that's pretty cool. Yeah, gift cards are, I don't know why, I find them, uh, at one point I remember realizing like, you know, people, you for Christmas, here's a $100 walmart gift card or something and, and i remember thinking man walmart's got all that money like they already have the money now yeah well even if you never shop there they got your money and it's right. like a free loan to them right they're yeah they, i think they even at some point they have like four billion dollars in unspent gift cards or something so they can use that money and earn interest on it they can it's their piggy bank at that point and all they have to do is give you uh you're going to come buy something that they're making probably yeah, they're going to make profit, profit, on that. profit on anyway. Yeah. So they're, exactly. they're having to give you $20 worth of stuff to, and you're up fronting them $40. Like it's, it's a great system. Right? It really is. It's a great benefit for the merchant because like you said, how many people never even use it? Yeah. I got two bucks. Maybe, on it. Maybe I should sell Litecoin gift cards. Hey, Litecoin that could actually cards. be something, right? Like, let's say, you, you, go, you, you too. Hey, there Litecoin you go. Gift card. Get <laughs> you don't have to get it today. Get it later. So maybe if you forget about the gift card, it's gone. <laughs> you know, I keep that. I wonder <laughs> if uh, 
like what if you went to the store and they had a card okay for 100 bucks i buy a litecoin gift card yeah. and i'm administering those so i keep the 100 bucks and then uh whenever the other person decides to redeem it i just give them 100 dollars worth of litecoin i don't know <laughs> thing is litecoin will be 50 bucks at that point and you'll be like ah son of a you know <laughs> yeah, you damn it. i know yeah i know no who says Litoshi? Whoever Litoshi's is, how many Litecoins should one person own? One. Then you're a hundred times ahead of the rest of the world because of the math. Eight billion people, eighty-four million Litecoin. If you got one Litecoin, it's like having one Bitcoin back in twenty, you know, fifteen. That's the way I look I, at it. I got a statistic for you. So, uh, my daughter, she's only nine, but she's just got a funny brain, and she's like. You know what's funny is there's somebody being born like right now. We're at the store. She's like, like right now. And then that here, another person was just born. And I was like, yeah, you know, there are. I was like, I wonder how often people are born. And I'm a nerd, right? So I look at how many people are born per year. I do the math. And there's four people born every second in the world. And that got me thinking about even more so the onboarding issue we talk about with 8 billion people and how do you bring everybody on board? Well, all you're going to have to come up with 100 million new addresses or 100, 160 million was the number of people born every year. And uh, <laughs> it's funny, like, they're all going to need new addresses, right? So yep. you're going to always need to be adding new addresses. You're never going to be like, we satisfied 8 billion and it's over. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, four every second, which kind of blew my mind. So like you're talking one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, all day, every day. 24 <laughs> 7 that's like a VC year after coin, year jesus we need to slow down man <laughs> but, but you look at you look at the mortality rate though or the death rate whatever you want to call it in the u.s i mean i, th I don't think we're keeping up and if we don't have immigration and people coming in i mean the, yeah. the, the existing amount of people in the u.s we're not reproducing enough it's like less than two children per couple so Right. We're kind of losing ground on that aspect of it. But, you know, you've got the rest of the world that's you know still flourishing. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that on Wednesday. Does this money new if we have a new money system, right? Does that make borders less viable? I mean, I think it can uh, if it's worldwide money and it doesn't, I, I mean, have I think it absolutely does because you here's the way I look at it. You become, you've got sovereign money. You kind of become a sovereign person at that point because you can take your assets and your wealth anywhere you want to go. And so it does right. at some point erase borders because you really can't get, that's the big thing. You're a citizen of the state. You're a citizen of the United States. You know, there's certain control structures based on that. But at some point, maybe you're just a citizen of the world because you take your, your wealth with you and all your energy stored up with you in your seed phrase or, you know, your crypto, whatever it is. You're not carrying around any of these tangible things that like property, you know, and like gold and silver. Hey, we're going to confiscate gold. You know, the government says, well, how are they going to confiscate a seed phrase, you know, in your head? I mean, how do they get their, how do they do that? You know, so you get chips and implants and all that when you're born and then it's all, you get your wallet tied into your DNA and all put that, you camera, know, put a camera in your eyeball or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but it does kind of erase borders if you can take all your wealth with you anywhere you want to go. You're really, you know, you kind of, it, that starts to erode, I think. And I think you're seeing that right now. And they're trying to maintain control when they just, it's going to be hard for them. Yeah, it'd be cool if we can get to a point where maybe optimistically that governments throw up their hands and go, we're out of the money game. Like it's just, we're out of the money business and we've got to function 
without that control. I don't think it'll happen peacefully, but hopefully that day comes where we don't have this grip. I love your phrasing, Vampire Casino. If I had any recommendation for you, change your channel name to like Vampire Casino. Vampire Casino. <laughs> you guys should have, like, I, I was looking up yesterday because there's blue, you know, I've always said blue collar crypto, right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think there are a couple of channels called blue collar crypto, but yeah, you could have you got you got a coalition. Oh. You well, that's Paul. it. You know, grassroots. You know, just working man. You know, people that are boots on the ground, trying to survive, trying to find ways out. And and that's that's the thing that a lot of people get frustrated by. It's like, well, how do I how do I even where do I even begin? How do I even get out of this thing? And I mean, you know, I got my retirement and I got this and you know, and everything's tied in this existing system. If you yeah. got a hundred bucks left over. Put it into something different, you know, buy Litecoin, one Litecoin a month or buy whatever crypto you resonate with or buy some silver if you want to, or, you know, do those things. Because if indeed you lose everything in that old system because it collapses and the dollar just goes poof, think about the value that you're going to hold just in that little bit of item, because it's going to be so, so much more valuable because it survives and it has a use case. I mean, Weimar Germany, when it collapses, you know, what's going to have value if the money no longer has value? Well, if you get a silver coin or if you've got now this digital asset that you can give to somebody, I mean, you're way ahead because most people aren't going to have it. I mean, that's why I do the numbers. I mean, you know, one one hundredth of a Litecoin per person. So, yeah, you know, that yeah. system's going to sustain itself. And that's what sound money is. Right. today. <laughs> Um, but that's what sound money is. It exists outside of the government. You know, it's not like Confederate bills to where they lose. Okay, they're worth nothing. I mean, yeah. gold holds its value because of that reason. Silver does. Crypto will just because no government has issued it. And it's, it stands alone outside itself. So that's what sound money is. Yeah, I can't imagine living like, yeah, the South and you use the, you use the money and then the war ends and you're like this is nothing that's Correct. now i have absolutely nothing yeah, although i want i wonder if their money was redeemable in anything i'd be a, right probably not it'd be an interesting conversation it's i'm not really sure the money vote. south worked mm. so all right well yeah i don't know um i don't know maybe we'll do these more often like i said i want to get a couple of these done yeah i don't want to take everybody's day i've already done some i gotta go mow my lawn because as you where you are it's actually been nice out so i've mowed already and i've got five acres here and then mitch my buddy he lives across the street's got two acres and he's traveling right now so i i was mowing all freaking week it feels like and now it looks like it needs to be mowed again yeah and i gotta go to oklahoma city on friday and saturday i'm leaving thursday oh, yeah. so, you know i only got so much time you know the, in the window so who else is going to be there? You and yeah. um, me and uh, Bix Weir. If you don't know who he is, RoadToRuta.com. Uh, he talks a lot about silver um, in the monetary system, and he's kind of seen this coming for a long time. You know, in, in cryptocurrencies, and he's a big Litecoin fan. I'll tell you what: if you can get him on the show, that'd be a great show because you know he's got so much information. And I mean, I'll talk to him. Has he been? Has he that. been on your uh, Friday thing? Yeah, yeah, he was on a couple of weeks ago talking about the Oklahoma City event, and he did a road show. He because he's an, a musician too, and he sings songs, and he's got he's the one saying Litecoin is the right coin, you know. And he performed right. before the 2018 Litecoin Summit the night before, and the 2019 the night before, and had brought a lot of people in and had this you know concert you know, where he played music, and it's more of like a folk type artist singer, 
talking about, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And, and he's a great dude. He really is. I mean, he's, he's on point when it comes to sound money. So it's somebody that look into, but he's going to be there. Bitcoin Ben is going to be there. Everybody knows Bitcoin Ben. Um, Johnny Litecoin is going to be there. Um, I'm not sure. There's other people in the community who are going to be there who are in the chat all the time. You know, they're driving in from Texas and flying in from Florida and just all over the country, really. Javier um, going to be there? He's trying to be there because he said he just got to Florida and he's like, oh, I don't know if I can make it back. I'll have to like fly back there. And, you know, he's, he's, he wants to really go. And so I don't know if he's going to be able to make it or not. Paulie, unfortunately, can't make it because of conflicting, you know, things that he's got going on. But um, there are a lot of people in the community that are going to be there. And it's, of course, like when Lisa's going to be there, I'll be there. How, how long is show. the drive? How long is that drive for you? Uh, it's about a 10 hour drive. It's about 700 miles. Oh. Yeah. One way. Okay. Yeah, that's a ways. Because mm -hmm. I'm probably five hours from you, something like that. So probably. I'm not driving 15 hours. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want, when we end this, if you want to talk, if you want to hang around for a couple of minutes, I'll give yeah. some details and that stuff um but, well i'm not uh, gonna go <laughs> I mean, I'm well saying... no no i'm talking about something else and we'll talk about that oh, um we'll okay. talk publicly about it privately. <laughs> right. oh you got some you got some you got another some, uh, inside scoop call it alpha they call it alpha. yes i got some alpha uh, the top of the food you're already drinking and smoking a cigar jesus i Christ. know right i need another beer that's the thing if you're going to continue this i'll go get another beer but no i think, I think do, we're we'll good i think we're up. good i'm gonna right. keep these digestible I'm yes. gonna put these. Um, I'm gonna put these on the podcast as well, and I'll make cool. these into a video. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's it. Go see Clint Westwood at clintwestwood.net or show yeah. up in Oklahoma City. I have a ticket. Only one person has reached out as far as wanting to be entered in the drawing so far. So we have somebody in the clubhouse, as they say, nice. that has their ticket to OKC. It is Oklahoma City, right? Is that where yeah, she is? It's in Oklahoma City. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. So it's open and uh, it's a good time small man, to get there. Another thing we're going to be doing soon, I might as well announce it. I'll post it as well. But uh, I just, I was talking, I've been on the Litecoin Foundation about doing like a regular monthly spaces. So I think we're going to do like first Wednesday of every month. They'll come in for like whatever, half hour, hour, whatever, just update on what's happening with the Litecoin Foundation. So no, that's cool. that might be kind of cool. But uh, that's all I got for you. Oh, that's good. All right. So once MWeb wallets roll out on the mobile wallets or MWeb rolls out on the mobile wallets, I mean, you want to have Litecoin before then, I think. Because, man, when it gets Yeah, dude, I think that, that's going to be great. That's huge. That's like a huge thing. Really. Well, so take, take Cake Wallet, perfect example. Once they have MWeb and you can buy gift cards, if you can buy gift cards with MWeb, I mean, what a what an You got awesome digital story. cash, baby. You got peer-to-peer -peer digital cash anywhere yep. in the world, 24-7. Yep. <laughs> well, so, yeah, if you got something else that comes up, when you guys have events, like, reach out. I'll, I'm trying to do these Saturday morning things. I can't always. Uh, it's, you know, family shit comes up, vacations and that. But uh, I try to do it. We'll figure something out. But, all right. Yeah, everybody, let's talk after for, the show. Thanks show. for tuning thanks for in. Me. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Keep stacking.